Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of the Duke Loves Rosslyn podcast, we have the return of a great friend and pro wrestling legend. Check this out. This is B. Brian Blair, president of the Cauliflower Alley Club, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. That's right, Mr. B. Brian Blair, the Cauliflower Alley Club, and from the world-famous Killer Bees tag team. Man, can't wait to catch up with him again. But before we get to any of that, I want to remind you folks to check out the Panera Bread Unlimited Sip Club. That's right, for only $10.99 per month, you can try the charged lemonades, iced and hot coffees, iced and hot tea, fountain beverages, any size, anytime, once every two hours. And get this, as an exclusive subscriber to the Unlimited Sip Club, you also get special perks and rewards to continue to entice you to check out our friends over at Panera Bread. You know, maybe a couple of bucks off of your next bagel in the morning or your next sandwich for the afternoon. You name it, man. I'm telling you right now, go to PaneraBread.com or visit your local Panera Bread. Subscribe to the Unlimited Sip Club and enjoy. All right, now, on to the show. You're locked in. This is what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You know, Duke, I'm so excited about the 56th annual CAC reunion this year, which we're having at the Plaza Hotel and Casino in downtown Vegas. It was... um, renovated a couple of years ago. They put about $100 million into it. The hotel has been uh, renovated as well in the last couple of years. And uh, we're moving from the Gold Coast Hotel and Casino to the downtown area on Fremont Street. And it's sure to be a great time. It's uh, September 26th through the 28th. We do have some tickets left. One reunion ticket is $150. And that encompasses the entire reunion from two wonderful meals to all the seminars to, I mean, we have so many things going on. You'd have to go to our website at uh, cauliflowerallyclub.org to check everything out. Well, B. Brian Blair, first and foremost, welcome back, my friend. I I just, I got to pinch myself because I remember sitting at home and and watching WWF and, and seeing you and jumping Jim Brunzel you know, kicking butt in the ring for so many years and what have you. So to, to have you back on Duclos Rasslin is always special because you're a person that does the thing that my mom always talks about. And, and uh, I don't know if you remember, I told you before, my mom is law enforcement officer. In fact, she just retired after 37 years being a police officer. Wow. God bless her. That's- and, you know, this this little lady from Jamaica, you would never know that she was out there on the streets and especially her first 10 years, literally she was out there on the walking beat where you had to be a community officer and really learn your surroundings and understand the people, show them respect so that, you know, you can do your job properly. Um, 
I bring her up because one of the things she always talks about is treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, the golden rule. And it's funny, B, because every time I talk to you and every time I talk to other people about you, you're a guy that lives by the golden rule. You you truly go out of your way to help others uh, and you treat people with a lot of respect, even those who may not necessarily always be so good to you. You still find a way to treat everybody with a lot of respect. And I tip my hat to you for that because that takes a lot of faith, takes a lot of courage, um, and you're consistent about it. So, so first and foremost, thank you, B. Brian Blair, for being an example of what a true child of God is supposed to be. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you for that, brother. Well, I appreciate that comment uh, very much, Duke, because, uh, you know, I, I really do live by the golden rule and um, I, I truly care about others, sometimes at a fault. Um, my wife will get on me sometimes cause I'm helping somebody or they're calling in the middle of the night and it just, uh, other things happen. And, uh, but I'll, I'll never turn down a friend in the time of need. And especially if I can help somebody, if it's just, uh, you know, a couple words that might make them feel better or just knowing that if they've got a problem, they can call me or, uh, just raising as much money as I possibly can for the CAC, you know, carrying on Legends Lunch since 1999, where uh, we all gather together. Uh, that was started by Jack Briscoe and uh, Gordon Soley and Buddy Colt and myself back in 1999. And uh, we just had our... <coughs> uh, quarterly legends launch on july 29th and it was just packed we uh honored dusty roads and it was uh, it was a wonderful wonderful time but we just i just keep doing things that um you know i've served in politics which is <laughs> believe me that's a full contact sport brother and uh you know everybody loves you till you get in politics and half the people hate you for some reason i don't know why but uh <laughs> just because you know you've got a d or an r after your name and in local politics, it shouldn't be like that. It's just, uh, I guess they consider it a breeding ground for a higher office, but um, which it is. But, um, you know, when you're governing locally, you're not talking about abortion or gun rights or things like that. It's more uh, taxes, rates and fees, land use, things like that. Balancing a $5 billion budget. There's, there's a lot to it um, in Hillsborough County. Uh, Florida, which is one of the largest counties in the world, <clears throat> I mean, in the United States, forgive me, but uh, it's it's uh, like the 30th largest county in the United States, 1,078 point square miles. It's uh, We've got about a million and a half, million 500,000 people here, and uh, Tampa is just growing like a weed. But anyway, uh, I've done a lot of things, um, owned Gold's Gyms, uh, started one gym at a time, built... Uh, several gyms and sold them when they weren't for sale. That was good. And so I've been blessed. And I just uh, remember, you know, coming from humble beginnings. I don't say this as a, as a greedy thing, but I just wish that, you know, I wish everybody could read my book for free, but unfortunately you can't do that. It's called truth be told. Um, and you get a lot in the book about not just who uh, B. Brian Blair is, but about, um, about life and about wrestling and how wrestling was in the territory days, which by the way, if I can give a plug to um, the territories, which will start up on vice TV uh, first, first week in October, um, we filmed the uh, championship wrestling from Florida territory. And you'll see every territory that was 
uh, where you used to watch Dark Side of the Ring will now be the territories. And I believe they'll go back to Dark Side of the Ring in the next couple seasons. <clears throat> it just depends. You may see both of them next season. But uh, the territories uh, will be very, very interesting. And so in truth be told, you have a lot about people that are interested in how, what were the territories like and what's the difference between the territories and, um, you know, uh, working now for the WWE or AEW or New Japan or where, wherever you're at. So it's 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 a great book with a lot of fun. And Ian Douglas, by the way, your mom's from Jamaica and I love Jamaica and Ian's from the Bahamas and they they're both similar in a way. They're islands and uh, they both have a bunch of wonderful people. And um, Ian's a very brilliant guy who um, he wrote Bugsy McGraw's book with Bugsy. Uh, he wrote um, Hornschwagler. Is that it? Hornschwagler? The, uh, one of the small people's books. And um, Dan Severn, one of the top shooters of all time, uh, wrote Dan Severn's book. So uh, Ian's a great guy. Um and um, you can really see his writing qualities and truth be told. And so I just hope that uh, people get a chance to check that out. It's on Amazon or you can go to the killerbeestore.net either way and uh, and check it out. Well, that's a that's a great plug there. Once again, folks, truth be told, B-E-E. So like a, a, a buzzing bee, you know, the killer bees, truth be told. B. Brian Blair and Ian Douglas. And shout out to Ian Douglas. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, Ian is a, a prolific writer, uh, spent a lot of years uh, in media as well, ABC News, NBC. He's been all over the place there. And, um, you know, it's funny you mentioned Dan Severin, another great friend of the show. And shout out to Dan Severin. He's still out there doing his seminars and what have you. It's just really fun. And I know that when we talk about the Cauliflower Alley Club, it really comes out that much more. When we talk about this reunion, you have these stars from yesterday, today, and even tomorrow. You have some young folks who, who make it a point to come out because folks like yourself, Jim Ross, Jerry the King Lawler, folks who truly spread the gospel of the CAC and, and make it clear and make it known, you know, this organization really does... Uh, provide for so many people out there, so many of our heroes who have fallen on hard times for one reason or another. The CAC is is always there to step in and, and to lend an assistance as much as you can. And it's commendable. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, CAC is unique in the sense that you're the only 501c3 wrestling charity to, to be able to do this, right? Yes, we are, uh, Duke. We're the largest charity in the world for wrestling. We help people from all around uh, or all around the world, actually. And uh, people really don't understand the magnitude that the CAC has grown in the last eight years. I mean, we, we get calls every day. The only way somebody is ever turned down that really needs help, and, you know, Darla Staggs is our uh, benevolent chairman. She, we have some great uh, people on our board uh, that give tirelessly. Rich Engling, you know, Ron uh, Hutchison in Canada, and... Um, we uh, Royal Duncan does our ear. Um, we just have some some great people that are uh, and so many other. I mean, there's so many people that actually help that I couldn't mention them all. But it's a it's a it's a um, 
it's not only a labor of love, but it's a it's a group effort. And I tell you, Duke, the hardest thing to do is, you know, I've ran a couple of businesses and um, running a business where nobody's paid is sometimes the most difficult thing in the world. But sometimes it can be easy as well when everybody sees uh, the labor of their love come to fruition and you see you have people call you up and say golly I, I wouldn't have made it I would have been out on the streets right now if it wasn't for the CAC um, it just warms your heart and it's because of people like you it's because of all of our members that 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 join the CAC that are active in the CAC and um, it, it truly is a blessing it, it truly is and and you know I'm glad you hit the nail right on the head with that I I wonder about something, B, and, and I'm going to go a little long form in this. The thing about people who spend so much time helping others, you know, there's some theories about that. And one of the things that I found is that oftentimes those of us who spend time helping others, we are we are being the type of people that we would hope could be there for us in some way, shape or form in life. You know, hopefully if I ever fall down on hard times, if I ever need assistance or somebody that I care about, hopefully there's someone like B. Brian Blair who's going to be there uh, to lend a hand. You know what I mean? One can hope at least. I'm a guy who spent years doing what's called constituent services. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you have an elected official and you know this better than anybody, when you have an elected official, a lot of times they'll hire somebody like myself to go out into the community and, and figure out what the needs are of the community and then go back to the government entity and, and go to work. You know what I mean? Literally do what needs to be done in order to deliver on these needs for the community. So if you if your street light is out or somebody's being discriminated against at work or we need a new food pantry put in the community, whatever, you know, it's a it's a, a person who's able to deliver on behalf of the government for the people, constituent services. There's a lot of trauma work involved in, in that line of work as well, because unfortunately, if there's a tragedy in the community, we got to respond to that as well. I've seen a lot of crazy things in life, both professionally and personally, seen it all. And it's heavy, man. It's a lot. But you got to do what you got to do to keep your head on straight. You get up every day and you, and you do what you have to do to help others because that's what we're here to do. I want to talk to you about where you are right now, because, you know, as we record this on the 9th of August, 2022, I believe that today is actually an anniversary of a, a very serious and traumatic situation that has occurred, has affected your family. And not a lot of people know this about you. And it's it's really interesting because, again, you're the guy in pro wrestling, I would say more than anybody else, because you are the president of the CAC, you're the guy that people turn to because they're going through tough times in life. Meanwhile, B. Brian Blair and his family have been going through one of the most traumatic experiences that any family could go through. What is the anniversary, if you don't mind opening up about this? And, and, and really, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you, Duke. Uh, I have good times and not so good times. Um, uh, it's been one year since we had our the funeral services for our son, Brett. Unfortunately, um, 
people took him to another county and buried him in a construction site and he was there for several days and so we couldn't even have a, a proper funeral but uh brett was so full of love and um um he's just he's just missed so bad i just uh i just hope that um you know during the upcoming trials that um you know people are held accountable i don't i don't wish ill to anybody but i certainly hope that um people can be reformed um and that this kind of thing doesn't happen to anybody else by these kind of people and um it, it is difficult uh, yeah, fortunately um you know steve kern and hulk hogan two of my closest friends in the whole world um you know i talk to them regularly and uh, you know they uh they have been um you know there for me so everybody needs somebody you know we all need somebody um because everybody's everybody has challenges duke everybody and you know it's like the guy that was complaining about the, his shoes until he looked over and saw the guy with no feet and um you know people have it worse off than my family and i and believe me we're struggling right now uh emotionally uh, i don't think there's been a day since brett left us that i haven't cried and uh you know but uh i uh i still know that he would want me to you know move forward and uh never forget him which i never will and um just do the best i can every single day and that's you know my wife tony she has to you know she's she she was the mother that gave birth to him and that's you know who i worry about the most and of course my mom lives in my guest house and her and brett were tighter than peanut butter and jelly and his brother bradley you know fortunately bradley's doing very well and um so uh but we all miss brett every single day and um i i do appreciate you uh bringing that up because i never want my son's spirit to die and i i believe that um you know life is fast it's passing by quick and uh, there's an old Beatles song that says, you know, in the end, uh, the love that we take is equal to the love that we make. And um, it, it kind of goes along with the principles of theology. And, you know, my faith is extremely strong. If it wasn't for my faith, especially in my family and, and my friends, my friends like you and um, the good people, um, lots of great fans have brought me a lot of comfort and my family a lot of comfort and even though this has not been publicized uh which you know we've tried to keep it on the down low as much as possible and i will have to give it to the credit to the local media for that um they have respected uh family wishes and so we've kept everything very low-key and um you know it's just something we'll persevere and we'll go through these trials um upcoming trials um you know, uh, each day and, uh, and just hope that the best things happen. And we know we won't see our son again. Uh, we won't see Brett again for some time, but, uh, uh, I just hope that, uh, uh, that, uh, everybody can in this world would start, um, getting along better and quit letting the, um, powers that be divide us um start thinking about you know 
just like the golden rule we talked about, love your neighbor as if, uh, as if you would yourself and treat your neighbor as if, as if you would want to be treated. So if we uh, kind of govern our lives by these principles and um, uh, then uh, good will surely overcome evil. And, um, and we can all have fun doing it in the same time by uh, listening to great podcasts like Duke Loves Wrestling. You know, B, my heart goes out to you and the entire family because your story is not an uncommon story, unfortunately. And I'll tell you what really breaks my heart. And forgive me for for bringing this up and saying it this way, but I, I, I have to do it. It breaks my heart that people go out of their way to speak negatively about others when they don't know the true story. They don't know the full facts. But because they want to have these I gotcha moments and they want to tear people down, they'll put out nonsense. And unfortunately, there's so many gullible people who won't check the facts and won't do their research. So they actually will say, oh, yeah, that must be what's going on here. So even in the case of B. Brian Blair, you have some humanoids out there that will look at you and say, oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. And it's like, whoa, here's a family struggling with the challenge of addiction. One of their family members had that monkey on their back. And there's not a family in this world who can't relate to that. I've seen it with alcoholism in my family. There's not a family in this world who can't relate to that. Unfortunately, you had a family member who was dealing with that. And, you know, things happen in those moments as you try to get this family member help and what have you. And we don't have to get into all of that. But here's my point. For people to speak negatively about you and your family in any way, when we know damn well addiction is a disease, it's a serious issue that that a lot of people are struggling with constantly, and their families try to help them as much as they can, but unfortunately, we can't always help everybody. There's got to be a lot more grace out there, ladies and gentlemen. There's got to be a lot more grace out there because you know damn well in your own family when you try to help somebody as much as you can, and unfortunately, you're just not able to, you know that it doesn't always look pretty. Why should you be painted as a bad guy for doing everything that you can to help your loved ones? That's crazy to me. So again, I don't, I don't want to get too specific there, uh, B, unless you want to, but I just want to make sure I put that on the record um, as a friend and just say, People got to give this man a hell of a lot more grace and that family a hell of a lot more grace because what they were going through is a challenge that you know damn well, everybody, we all can relate to. Yeah, you know, you you said a mouthful, Duke, when you talked about the keyboard warriors that love to jump on on the I gotcha kind of scenario and um, people that um, derive pleasure from causing others pain. And I never have understood that concept. I mean, how could you derive pleasure from causing others pain unless you were truly the devil's child. I mean, um, there's too much, um, too many good people in this world for evil to overcome us. And we need to uh, start talking about this more because when people do jump on the bandwagon before they have the facts, before they know anything, it's like in 2009, I went to jail. Um, and I went to jail because I didn't want them to arrest my son not because I hit him, I got hit. And it was a time when he kept my younger son out till four o'clock in the morning and the door knocks at four o'clock in the morning for the second time in two weeks. 
and it's my older son with my younger son, you know, because they're, we locked the door that they escaped out of and they had to knock on the front door. And here I, uh, you know, they come to the front door and you're not going to answer that front door. At least I'm not as a, um, as a dad that understands that, um, you know, you, you give an ounce, uh, you give two ounces of love, but you've got to give that ounce of discipline with that love. And I'm, I'm not going to, going to give my son a high five when he brings my younger son in, uh, at four o'clock in the morning. So, uh, certainly, um, I had some words for him and, um, he didn't like it. And, um, it was a bad time for him. Uh, and again, kids so full of love that, he, he's only tried to help people all of his life. And unfortunately, he got, uh, Brett got caught up into uh, some addictions uh, that uh, sprung from uh, six kidney operations when he was 17 years old. Uh, he had uh, just pitched in the Nationals. And uh, I never forget when he told me that he was excited about having his last kidney operation and i said you're excited about having an operation this is right after we finally lost in the nationals and um and he he ran out of innings and we were ahead and um he said yeah dad i'm excited about you know the uh um operation because they give me this pump and i just press it and it makes me feel so good and you know my heart dropped when he told me that I started thinking about one of my best friends, you know, Ray Hernandez about so many of the guys in the business that I love that succumbed to drug usage. And, you know, it, uh, it hurt when he said that. And, you know, sure enough, he, he got addicted to pain pills and, and he had a struggle with him. And then finally he swore off of those, never touched him. Uh, rehab did, wonders at one point and uh then all of a sudden he takes up uh meth decides that he's going to this girl turned him on to some meth and sure enough he started using meth well um one of the people that decided uh they were devil worshipers and brett had christian tattoos on them from isaiah to <coughs> john and uh, other uh, religious symbols and um, yeah, they believe it was a hate crime uh, which will all come out in the laundry and um, they believe that uh, you know he decided to do some meth with a girl and somebody whether it was the girl or someone else brought them back <clears throat> what's killing so many people fentanyl uh, it's just running across the southern border like a sieve unchecked. And um, uh, Brett succumbed to, uh, to an overdose um, uh, from the fentanyl, which he had no idea that he was doing. And, um, you know, it's just a shame. And it's happened to – I just saw a gentleman on television today who lost his son who got a pill on one of the um, – social media sites and uh you know it turned out to be fentanyl they're all fake pills anybody any of your listeners that think they can get a, a legitimate pill off the internet you cannot it, it, they're all fake and uh you're probably going to die if you take one because 
if it gets you high, it's you're going to get high to the point where you're not going to wake up because they're all laced with fentanyl. And it's a, it's a shame. And, you know, people jumping to conclusions, writing articles and things like that should be ashamed of themselves until they understand what's actually happening in a family's life. B. Brian Blair, I, I appreciate you opening up about that. I, I know that um, it's definitely a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. And again, you're the guy that people go to for assistance when they're going through these tough times and when they're experiencing different types of trauma. So the fact that you're able to be so much to so many people, despite the fact that you have your own thing going on, is just it's tremendous. It, it truly is. And, and I commend you and, and your family and God bless you all for sure. Now, folks, as you, as you listen to this, um, literally right after B. Brian said what he just said, telling the story of his son, Brett, a thunderstorm happened here in Boston. And at the same time, a thunderstorm was happening where uh, B. Brian is down in Tampa. And it actually, in both instances, because it was lightning and everything, it knocked out both of our internet connections. So we both had to reset at the same exact time. It was really interesting and, and, and freaky there. It's almost like God was speaking to us. Um, and that was such a, a, a heavy tale and story and, and, and B. Brian opening up and unpacking what he and his family are going through. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot, especially on the anniversary. Um, it was a lot. So that was a good time to stop for now. And certainly that's what we did. So as you hear this, Right now, this portion of the episode, we're picking up two days later, you know. So with that in mind, let's bring it back to the uh, CAC reunion. B. Brian Blair, the killer B, author, uh, you know, elected official, the whole nine yards there, president of the CAC. Let everybody know. Let's go a little deeper on this and we'll bring it home on this point here. What specifically can folks expect at the 2022 Cauliflower Alley Club reunion? Uh, one thing we have, Duke, is uh, some tremendous honorees this year. We have Jerry Lawler, who's going to get the first ever President's Award. And that's an award that I've been able to give out for the last eight years since I've been the president of the Cauliflower Alley Club. And I just really haven't found anybody that really fit the bill and um, until really uh, everything came full circle with uh, Jerry Lawler. And we'll explain that as we go, because he's been quite the philanthropist. And, um, you know, he's a, a guy that everybody knows. Um, uh, you know, we've all had stones thrown at us, but uh, Jerry's really a great guy. Got a lot of integrity and uh, super guy. Another guy, the Iron Mike Award, JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield. Everybody loves JBL, man. He's a super guy. And um, he'll be uh, receiving the Iron Mike Award, one of our top awards as well. Um, we have, uh, you know, from uh, WWF, NWA, Women's Wrestling Award, Jacqueline, uh, you know, Jacqueline, you remember Jacqueline, Jackie Moore. And um, Men's Wrestling Awards, we have two, Kevin Sullivan and Tommy Wildfire Rich. Uh, actually have a um, Memphis uh, 
Mania Tuesday night, where uh, we'll actually give out the President's Award uh, on Tuesday night. And um, we'll also uh, see Tommy Wildfire Rich. We've got so many people coming in, Jeff and Jerry Jarrett, um, uh, to honor Teeny, who was um, one of the um, uh, matriarchs of uh, Memphis wrestling. So that's going to be real exciting. Uh, Brendan Martin, who wrote the book called Teeny, will also be there uh, for that award. And um, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, um, they had a tremendous run in Memphis. Um, so uh, Mem- the Memphis uh, Mania Tuesday night is going to be awesome. Uh, then again, on Wednesday, as I mentioned, uh, uh, John Bradshaw, Layfield, <clears throat> JBL. We've got um, uh, Kevin Sullivan on that. We've also, we also have uh, the Lucha Libra Award, and the winner of that award this year is Charles Ashnoff, who we all know as Conan. Wonderful guy. Uh, <clears throat> we have a Courage Award that we don't, mention the name, but um, that's an award that we give out also on Wednesday night. Um, The James C. Melby Award will be given out on Tuesday night because every historian needs to know about Memphis. And uh, so uh, Steve Johnson will win the uh, James C. Melby Award and um, the Referee Award uh, goes to Billy Silverman this year, uh, the Charlie Smith uh, Referee Award. So we've got an exciting slate of honorees we've got our MCs john arizzi and medusa will be rocking the house and um uh rumor has it it's not it's not etched in stone yet that uh jimmy the mouth of the south heart will be there also so um and and you never know who's going to be at a cac reunion i tell you once you go duke it's like it's like uh uh it's addicting is what it is it's very addicting and um uh, I hope that uh, people can make it this year. They can just go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and uh, check it out. You, you have to be a member, though, and you can join the CAC for $25. And those rates are getting ready to go up $25 for a year or 300 bucks for uh, a lifetime membership. And again, those memberships are going up um, soon. And um, I hope that your listeners will consider becoming a, a member of the CAC because every dollar that we make goes to helping wrestlers and not just wrestlers, people that made a full-time doesn't matter, but people that made a full-time rest, uh, living in the wrestling industry, um, for three years or longer, uh, we actually help everyone that, you know, falls on a bad, bad time. We don't help people with drug situations or alcohol situations, but other than that, you know, we're right there. We've saved, uh, people's houses, um, paid medical bills, uh, got people cancer treatments. We, The Cauliflower Alley Club has done so many wonderful things, and it's because of its members. It's because of people like you, Duke, where Duke Loves Wrestling has, uh, you know, advertised the CAC for many years and promoted the CAC because it's a group effort. It's everybody helping everybody because we all love wrestling. If you are a content creator and you want a great program that provides studio quality sound, especially when you're doing interviews, then I encourage you to check out Zencaster. That's right, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. It is my absolute favorite program to record with. I encourage everyone to check it out, okay? 
Visit Zencaster.com for more information. Enjoy. This is WWE Hall of Famer JBL, and you are listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Loves Wrestling. 